Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber, and I am joined by... Andy Gramuga. Colin Ashley. Emilio Diaz. Alright, today is going to be the inaugural Can I Kick It? Awards. We will finally be celebrating the films of 2019. But before we get to that... Yep, before we get to that... uh, we, we're going to take a little moment to discuss the COVID-19 outbreak, which came up last week a bit. We discussed the possibility of the Cannes Film Festival not happening. What we did not discuss the possibility of, and we're in fact extremely confident of the uh, lack of possibility of was the cancellation of South by Southwest, which I recall just talking about with no uh, care in the world. Yeah, I believe it was brought up just to talk about that Green Knight was premiering there. Yes. uh, That was a week ago. (laughs) Yeah. The the situation has advanced at a rate that uh, is worrying. Uh, Yeah. uh, can and the Fast and Furious likely. movie isn't coming out for a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the can leadership seem to be continuing to be extremely stubborn. They tweeted a picture yesterday morning of the many films that they have been sent and uh, expressed their excitement to watch them. Uh, <laughs> there was a Rumor that perhaps they're looking at the, I suppose, what would be the can equivalent of playing to empty stadiums and kind of only inviting a few select industry and press people. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's done. I don't think people would go is um, my... I'll put uh, it out there that COVID be damned. If can wants me to come, I will. All right, Colin willing to risk life and limb in order to cover the movies. His he so loves the art form. Mm Hmm. That's I love seeing a movie in an empty theater. Anyway, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Uh. Stay safe, everyone. Yes. Yep. Yep. Practice social distancing. Wash your hands. All that good stuff. Mm Hmm. Uh, Twenty seconds minimum. uh, Yeah. Yep. Hand sanitizer. If you stick, say home. (laughs) Every Can I Kick It episode is more than 20 seconds if you're looking for something to help you. If you just wash your hands during an entire Can I Kick It episode, then you'll definitely be fine. Yeah. Well. Will you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your hands might be raw and (laughs) bleeding. And, uh... In a bit of good news, the Ness has finally been picked up for distribution. This is the Sean Durkin-directed Carrie Coon and Jude Law starring film that premiered at Sundance, which was both before and after one of my most anticipated films of the festival. Mm-hmm. Yep. It says they have been picked up by IC for a fall release. Yes, because why would you uh, schedule a release before the fall? Yeah. Which also 
I don't know, it seems to signal Tiff in my mind that it might just play there. It seems like a type of thing that might happen, but also... Yes. Who knows what film festivals they're up to, even in the fall. And yeah. What types of movies have to make their way to those kinds of film festivals by the end of the year. So, who knows? It's hard to predict where we'll be as a society in three months. So. Yes. But yeah, I think we've got some fun content headed your way over the next couple of months. We've been charting that out, and we've got some very cool stuff planned, I think. If you liked the 2016 draft, we're going to have more stuff like that. If you like this episode, we're going to have more stuff like that. Oh, should we address the poll? Sure. You got access to grind? Well, I mean, you cheated like twice. (laughs) What? (laughs) You cheated by (laughs) your poll. (laughs) Your submission is is invalid completely. (laughs) This is the poll of uh, who won the draft that we did of the 2016 Cannes Film Festival. Um, Yes, which was available on our Twitter like a week after the episode. Um, yes. Uh, also, including several pictures, which included our slates. So we we, yes. we were allowing voting by both people who had listened to the episode and also by people who hadn't and just were looking at our slates. So, yeah. um, a lot of the voting was not necessarily based on our passionate arguments for the our picks. We also uh, allowed voting by people who did not look at the slates and just looked at our names. Sure. <laughs> Just were paid off by one Emilio Diaz. Yes, so that there's the stats. It it does seem uh, there was a bit of a finger on the scale uh, in that um, Emilio is someone who has friends outside of our our shared social circle. That's not the point. And so was able to uh, procure votes from people who uh, he knows personally, but who um, uh, do not know the movies or the podcast. I mean, shame on me for having friends and being a popular person. I guess if I want to, if I want to be disqualified on the basis of being a per- being a human being on planet Earth who, who attempts to make connections with other human beings on planet Earth, then that is fair and fine, good sir. But you also, in your can slate, broke the rules of the draft. I am, yeah, I, am, I have the final results. Emilio broke the uh, somewhat obscure rule that, uh, what is it, that a film cannot win both the Grand Prix and And acting acting award. award. If it's going to win two awards, it's got to be an acting award and then either screenplay or the jury prize. But But that's fine. (laughs) That's the kind of film that the... uh, the jury accidentally or maybe on purpose breaks all the time. Yeah, so the final results, uh, a 50 vote poll. <laughs> no, no real big numbers there. But, yeah, uh, it makes Andy, it easy to tell exactly how many votes everyone got. Yeah, uh, Andy with 14%. Uh, or I guess I should have gone bottoms up. So Jesse yeah. was 6%. <laughs> yeah, um, I got two votes that weren't me. <laughs> that's uh, uh, Andy with 14%. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I had 28% the real winner when you think about it. <laughs> uh, and Emilio had 52%. Do not think that I did not consider buying bots or creating burners. How <laughs> do we know you didn't? I mean... Yeah, maybe you did and then you just botched it. And they all voted for Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess like... If I if I am to be disqualified on the basis of having friends, then I guess you are the winner, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to win that way, Emilio. Hey, either way is fine with me. <laughs> Smug is what you are. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, All let's, right, but we'll we go from there. We're actually supposed with to be that, competitive with each yep. other. Yes, yeah, we are going to move on to the inaugural Can I Kick It Awards. So, we're going to be awarding a similar slate of awards to what the Cannes Film Festival and the other two big European festivals award. Our top prize is going to be called the Palme d'Ali. <laughs> and then we also have added in a Supporting Actress Award and a Supporting Actor Award, which adding in an acting award is not entirely unheard of. The uh, Venice Film Festival has the Mastroianni Award, which is for young actors. So we like uh, recognizing supporting performances I think there are a lot of, well, I think there are usually a lot of cool perform supporting performances. This is not necessarily my favorite year for them, but we'll get uh, to that. And we have a slate of 45 movies? Yes, that um, we all have seen, theoretically, uh, some of which we assign to each other to kind of pad out that slate, many of which we just had seen because we all saw them oh and i forgot to mention we also many festivals will award some type of special award whether that be a award for a specific artistic contribution that is not covered uh by the regular slate of awards or uh, an award Office sometimes commemorating an anniversary of the festival, or you can just be the Kate Blanchett jury in 2018 and invent an award for uh, John Luke Goddard. It's just like an extra award to give him. Uh, we could invent something like Sundance's achievement in neorealism that was awarded this year there's lots of options yeah well right. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get to that and yeah we're gonna figure out our main slate first and then we'll see if there's a few other yeah we probably uh-huh uh but yeah i think so we're gonna be awarding these awards as a jury which means that we all have to agree on all of them uh, I guess, picks. yes. I guess normally there would be a president who has final say. I I think in the future... 
I was going to say, in the future, I'd love to invite guests to do that. For now, I think... Should we defer to Emilio since he won the poll? <laughs> he should be the president. Sure, that's fair. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, a uh, since we're all kind of on equal footing, not too <laughs> tyrannical a leader. Nada, nada, nanny Moretti. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> As established before, I am a man of the people. So, <laughs> <laughs> so are we starting okay. with right, the big one? But I think, so, yeah, and so then I guess to, we're, we're not going to run down the whole list of everything we've seen together on, on the podcast, I think, because just listing no, we'll titles just... is not exciting. But we will make sure to include links to the list so that if you're curious as to what our shared uh, shared list was, uh, you can you can check it out. Yep, and we're, we're not, we're going to kind of... Because this is going to be a consensus thing, we're kind of going to go through the awards in sort of a haggly order where I think we are going to start with the Palm Dali, just because that's going to help set other things into place. Uh, but, you know, we might go... Our, we It'll depend where we move on from there, depending on, like, what has been snubbed from that that is most important that we give it another thing. But yeah, I'm going to start off the uh, discussion with I think the Ali should go to Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, I mean, certainly is a good contender. My pick would be Uncut Gems. Mm. Because it's the best movie that came out this year. But if I want to do it differently, then... I like that movie. The best movie that came out this year is, of course, Mariano Yinis's 14-hour La Flor, which I did not uh, force anyone else to watch. There was a point at which I maybe had trust that I had been so excited about it that other people would just watch it willingly. That did not pan out. I mean, also, it is not a widely available movie. And That's also, true. It was it's, it's not. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was available from uh, the, the beginning of December through the end of the year is kind of a special preview digital release from Grasshopper Films, the distributor. They've said that they will have a full release that may or may not include physical media somewhere down the line, so I encourage people to check that out. But it is out of contention. <laughs> yes, it's not in contention, and so that is why I have deferred to my second favorite of the year, which very briefly held the top slot. I saw it at the AFI EU showcase at the beginning of December, and it held my top slot for about a month. Um. I will put my weight behind uncut gems. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so if if I were just in charge, I would pick a beautiful day in the neighborhood, which I think is hmm. the movie of the moment in many ways, mm-hmm. uh, in that it is about sort of how we think and feel uh, for each other, and I think it's uh, the movie that has the most to say about sort of like what life is mm-hmm. in our you know in our current situation. Um, I will say that I do love Portrait of a Lady on Fire a lot. 
Uh, I was able to see that one at TIFF last year, uh, including like a Q&A with the, the director and the stars. And um, I think, yeah, just talk about like an impeccably like crafted movie. That movie is so just on every like technical level, mm-hmm. in addition to like the script and the way that the story unfolds. Uh, it's just, there's, there's just not, uh, I think there's not a false moment in that movie. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. There's shots that are going to, stick with me forever from that film particularly the final shot um i will since andy has voiced some support for me i will say i have written down in my notes uh, i have heller as one of marielle heller the director of a beautiful day in the neighborhood is one of my top options for best director yes i think that would also be a good thing to consider that place uh for that place uh so i have about uh six movies on this list that are in my uh that are my top six of the year um portrait of a lady on fire is not one of those movies okay Um, uncut gems is my three right now three uh i I know (laughs) can i ask what your one and two are my one is little women (laughs) Okay, like, I'm gonna block that. Yeah, I feel like that's an uphill battle. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and my two is the souvenir. But huh. I've seen Uncut Gems twice since I've seen the souvenir once. It's not super fresh in my mind. I love the Tom Burke performance. I love Honor Swinton performance. It's a very great movie that I like a lot. But Gems is just the thing, man. <laughs> It's the movement. It's the moment. It's It's just the the thing. This is a shitty argument to make for this movie. I feel weird about giving the softies the best, our top award for their third best movie. That is the main problem. (laughs) What a what an awful take. (laughs) Their third best movie. Good time in heaven knows what. I mean, of the three, it's obviously the best. <laughs> I was uh, expecting like Daddy Longlegs to be in there. <laughs> yeah, I've I've not seen Daddy Longlegs, so maybe that's better too. So, well, yeah, okay. Uncut Gems is fine. It's like a pretty good movie. <laughs> it is not yeah, superlative like. in like most fashions. I think. I think it's sort of. It's got like a. Uh, it's just got, like, an unpleasant energy that makes me not want to think about it or revisit it, and I don't think it's something that I want to say is, like, representative of our times right now. I do actually want to revisit it, but I did have not done that yet, and so, unfortunately, I think it may be too early. I will say I am under the impression that Cullen and Emilio like Portrait of a Lady on Fire more than me and Andy like Uncut Gems. Well, but there are other movies that might, I mean, yeah, I, I know it's an but, uphill battle for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for yeah. across the board. Uh, there is what won the Palm d'Or, which would be a boring winner for us, but Parasite I like better than Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I feel very similarly about Parasite to the way I feel about Uncut Gems, unfortunately. In- incorrectly, yes. Um, <laughs> Got him. See, the thing is, that while my, what you said, Jesse, might be true, that me and Colin do probably like Portrait more than you and Andy like 
Uncut Gems. But the thing is, I like Uncut Gems more than most movies. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my body. It's a movie about just, like, people being trapped in, like, these situations and, like, capitalism and just this belief that if you just keep trying, things are going to get better, and they don't. And it's just, like, so loud and abrasive, and it's just stuck in my head. Here is a pitch. Here's a pitch. What if we did give it to a beautiful day in the neighborhood? Hmm. Hmm. I hmm. like A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood more than Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I like Portrait more, though. See, I don't want to be negative about Portrait of a Lady on Fire because I think it is very, very good. I My one complaint about it would be is I think it's got great moments and great performances. Uh, I find it to be a little bit spare in between these great moments. Um, like a beautiful blank canvas. Yeah, but... Negative space, my man. Mm -hmm. I think that Portrait would be, like, a great thing to give, like, an acting award to, or um, directing award to. Like, I feel like Anka Hmm. Jim's is such a... (laughs) It's such a more... It's it's a movie movie. Like, it's not... It's like a popcorn movie, almost. It's so entertaining. I don't find it... That's, like, the common meme about it is that it, like, gives everyone an anxiety attack or whatever. But I find it, it to be such an energy boost. It's, like, <laughs> espresso oh, to the oh, eyes. about Uncut Gems. Right, right, yes, right. Yeah. I, I missed a beat. What if... It's, I'm willing to consider a beautiful day in the neighborhood for the palm if we give dumb Heller spot that was being reserved for her and director to the Safties. I think I'm, I can be on board with that. In, yeah, and that I think yes. I think like the like uncut gems. I think yeah, it's the craft elements that I sort of appreciate. The larger picture, I am like less sold on. So I think the directing aspects are probably a little bit better, especially because like there's so much that movie that could be so much worse. Um, uh, in terms of like enjoyment, uh, so yeah, I, I could preliminary get on board with that. I mean, I agree that there are parts that could be worse about enjoyment and that I could not enjoy any part of it, yes. which I don't because it's perfect. But uh... Uh, I don't want to like derail the conversation, but I feel like we owe it to our fans to let them know that Andy has the worst take about Uncut Gems ever and that you don't like the music. Oh, yeah, the score <laughs> is actively bad in that movie. There's like at least there one part where I was like, holy shit, this music is terrible. I forget what, what the part? moment was, but it was, uh, it was very I dare you to say it's... Andy is like the, the Razzies in that he cannot handle non-traditional scores. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's my yeah. problem. Uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, I think, is a very great movie. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's, like, borderline yeah. very good to great for me. But I also am willing to recognize the like what it stands for. Yeah, I'll throw out one more pitch that's for a slightly sentimental reason that could also potentially lead into a special award, which is that a movie that we all like very much, but is also, I believe, 
the first movie that we all saw together is Uh-oh. Alex Ross Perry's Her Smell at the Toronto Film Festival in 2018. So yeah. I had that earmarked as maybe an inaugural Palm to Ali, much like Can will give out like a 70th anniversary Palm to Or. But I like that. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah. The I... question is. Do we, we feel do better about the inaugural award or about the actual Paul? Well, then the other thing is, like, what about Moss and Actress? Yes, that's what yes. I was about to say. If we do the inaugural, do we lose out her and Actress? Well, then it depends on where we're putting Portrait of a Lady on Fire, yeah. which I assume will be winning an award. So we could give it the Grand Prix or, or we could give it Best Actress in a yeah. tie for the two main actresses. Um, yeah, her smell is very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do think, yeah, I think the qualities of her smell maybe... I think a lot of the conversation around her smell is just like, oh my god, Elizabeth Moss is like incredible in this movie, and that is entirely justified because it's an incredible performance. I do <laughs> like the idea of recognizing that there's, like, more to that movie than just her performance mm-hmm. by giving it, like, a mm-hmm. bigger award. Yes. So it sounds like we're maybe picking between Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and Her Smell. Well, what about... we? Mm. What do you what? got, Andy? Those seem like the most the the least the less controversial options. Yeah, could I, I mean, pi- could I pitch my this. number one of the year? I think yeah. Pain and glory. What was that, Emilio? Could I pitch pain Ooh. and glory? Okay. Hmm. I so... mean, that has a similar problem to her smell. Yes. But I think there's also plenty of good options for best actor but might i submit much in my feelings about portrait of a lady on fire where i love the movie uh or i love i do love the movie but it is not like top of my list at all uh pain and glory that lead performance by banderas excuse me is like a showstopper like it's amazing (laughs) that movie did not sort of hold all the way together for me. Come on, man. I mean, I I do, I really do like it. I'm sorry to say that it is like, it's just like a little fudgy. A little fudgy? Yeah. Would you care to elaborate on that? Now I kind of want to give it to Pain and Glory to spite Cullen. (laughs) That's not what the awards are, though. (laughs) You know how many festival awards have been given out of spite? (laughs) (laughs) The Joker last year, right? Locarno. And Venice? Uh, Venice, right. Yeah, I believe uh, Emmanuel Berko was given a tie with Rooney Mara for Best Actress out of spite because Xavier Delon hated Carol. I think I mentioned that at some point. Yeah. Um, I yeah talk about pain and glory Cullen I mean I don't really I there's like this there's great scenes in it like the 
when the sort of um, actor does the performance and then you see uh, like the old love come back to Antonio, like that whole section is great. The stuff when he's a kid is like not as interesting to me. Um, I, I do. Like, I mean, I feel like there's not that much of it, and I think it justifies its place by the ending. Yeah, the ending yeah. is fucking transcendent. That that okay. ending in that movie is like. And here, yeah. where there was like a lot of great endings, that one is like really stuck with me. Yes. Hmm. I mean, I would I would like to. Uh, I I would say that I would like to like I feel like there's no question that we could come to a consensus on Banderas an actor. While there are yes. like a bunch of great performances like in actors specifically this year which is usually like weak mm-hmm. um but i don't think the movie is as good as beautiful day in the neighborhood or portrait for that matter okay, okay. not that i would i would not push it above those okay so not to be a stick in the mud. yeah so i mean okay so well if the com- if we're just having a fluid conversation there, who would be the contender against Banderas for actor? Well, I think it's Sandler. Yes. Um, Adam Driver yeah. in Marriage Story, I think, is the contender. Rogowski in Transit. Yes. Will Smith in Gemini Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark Rylance in the BFG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's give it and to then, him. It's about time. <laughs> That's that'll be your special award. <laughs> Andrew Garfield and Under the Silver Lake. Yeah. Um there's like a bunch of like, you know, this year with its ensembles of like who's supporting who's lead. Um Sonking Ho is great in Parasite. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt is great in Ad Astra and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that would be a fun dual citation. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo is really good in Dark Waters. Yeah. yeah. He knew. As Dark Waters maybe our palm, <laughs> just to put it out there. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'd never be... going to be opposed to giving Todd Haynes the palm, even though I like, I think, the majority of the movies we've discussed better. I'd be <laughs> 100% on board with Dark Waters. I mean, they knew that way. <laughs> I would... Is Dark Waters our palm wind? Wow. I mean, it's a great movie. Look, I saw it twice in theaters. I was fully... We talked about... Auto, I talked about an out-of-body experience about Cut Gems, <laughs> and Dark Waters might be the movie that came closest to giving me that. Yeah, I mean... I have a somewhat similar thing that I have with... Uh, um, Parasite and Uncut Gems, where I think Todd Haynes has made several better movies but the difference is that Todd Haynes is one of my five favorite directors working so I mean but what if like Mariel Heller makes like seven movies better than A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and sure dumb yes. in I mean that's fair but I mean catching them early Kinda. is like better than catching yeah. them late I think so but yeah I, I could, could get on board with Dark Waters, Waters. I mean that, <laughs> that ensemble yeah. cast Hell, is like yes. nuts you know, hey listen <laughs> 
it'll open up more categories for other movies. Yeah, I'm, well, the thing, yeah. I guess, yeah, the mark against Dark Waters is, like, the Anne Hathaway of it all is, like, not super well handled in the movie. I yes. Think. And that is, Which like, is why I do think there are some... It's not the best screenplay, which is why Haynes is another person who I had as an option for best director. But... Mark Ruffalo, Bill Camp, sure. Bill Pullman, Victor Garber, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, uh, Tim Robbins. Yeah. Can I give a special award to Victor Garber saying "you hick"? Yeah. <laughs> Can that get a special award? <laughs> Can we give a special award for Bill Pullman saying "my ties" you know, all around <laughs> that speech he gives at the courtroom? I mean. Has gotten the least pushback. No one's it, like. It rhymes no. with Buffon, I think his quote is. Just <laughs> 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 a pitch and heat. <laughs> so here's uh, let's <laughs> let's go with the thought experiment. What if Dark Waters wins the palm? What wins the grand prize? I I, I go would go. go Portrait seems like the thing we could all agree on. I okay. think it is my second favorite movie of the year after Gems, and since Gems probably won't happen, I would go. I would back. I, that, that would be the point at which I fully back you on Portrait. And then what if we? So we mentioned we're using the same rules as Can. What if we bent those rules in a way they've been bent before and gave a tie in Best Director to the Softies and Marielle Heller? That seems doable. But, like... okay, so... Uh, I mean, we're using up our tie, but yeah, it's a good uh, place to use it, I think. Okay, so I have a pitch for screenplay. Okay. <laughs> um, while we're talking about sort of other movies that we aren't going to probably be giving our top awards to. Uh, High Flying Bird... I said it when I saw it last February, and I think it held true that it is, like, the best screenplay of the year. Okay. How does that affect the what I just said? Well, the Safties and Ronald Bronstein also wrote maybe the best screenplay of the year. I feel like I'm more comfortable in director. Than yeah, I'm more comfortable with them in director, too. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I would have Safties, yeah, in director or screenplay. 100%. I okay. I like that. But okay, so where are we at on Grand Prix? That would be Portrait, Portrait. of a Lady on Fire in this scenario. Unless you want to throw another hissy fit about that one. Uh, I'm not. I'm not throwing a hissy. Fit. I know. I'm sorry. That's and that's uh, that's shitty language. Uh, no, I, 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 I apologize. Uh, what we haven't considered is. <laughs> To dust. <laughs> uh huh. Anything to say about to dust? Yeah, I think to dust is like a nice little movie uh, about a man contemplating what mortality uh, and its intersection with religious beliefs. I think there's a yes. lot of interesting stuff there. I think uh, you have a, a very well cast Matthew Broderick in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but also, yeah, you don't like that teacher. movie, Cullen. You're just deflecting. Well, yeah, but I, he, Andy said I had a hissy fit. <laughs> I know, and I, I apologized. <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, I mean, take I, it back. I was just poking fun as well. Yeah. Matthew Broderick is just terrible in that movie. 
This might be uh, an unnecessary wrinkle at this point, but should we have a camera this Ollie? <laughs> best uh, cinematography. Oh, the I mean, the camera de or at Palm, I believe, is the gold. Uh, is the best first film actually. Mm. I think that the cinematography would be a special award if we want to give it out uh, a recognition for. Yeah, I'm good. I don't think anyone has it in their main slate of awards. What if jury? Let's think about jury. Jury prize. Going with the thought experiment that Dark Waters is Paul and then Portrait is Grand Prix. And we have a And then Softies and Heller, yeah. The jury prize. I mean, Parasite is a thing. Parasite. Yeah, that's fine. Um, There's um, Marriage Story. Marriage Story. That I, be, I, I had thought of that for story. screenplay as well. I would That's kind Parasite of an obvious play. What? I, I would push Parasite over Marriage Story. <laughs> well, do we want to maybe say those are the top two contenders for jury and screenplay? Um. See, this is the problem. We won't be able to get you to break at all on Little Woman, will we, Jesse? <laughs> I have a place that I am, well, oh, but then we can't do that. I So my, the place that I was somewhat willing to give Little Women an award is I was willing to give Laura Chris Dern. Cooper a dual citation win for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and Little Women. But I mean, we can't do that anymore. I can't. We'll we can't give actors. an award to Little Women to a man in Little Women. We can't. <laughs> okay. We can't say the outstanding aspect of Little Women is the not giving an award to Little Women. So I'm about to list a few movies while we're talking about Jury that I think might be better served to our Jury Prize than uh, Marriage Story. Um, or Parasite. Okay. Oh, I guess, I mean... I, it's tough. Well, I, I, um, just say the movie they were gonna say. Hustlers. Eh. Hidden Life. And Hidden Life is good. Astra. Ad Astra is good. I feel like Ad Astra yeah. is the movie that we all low key really like that we also don't aren't really considering for anything. Yeah. It's like Jesse with Uncut Gems. It is like maybe one of my least favorite James Gray movies. Right. I think it's got a lot of good stuff in it. Um, yeah. Also, I have uh, just finished Wild Pear Tree, which I also think is very, very good. Well, I'll say I feel like the obvious place to give Wild Pear Tree is Best Supporting Actor for Marat Samir. I mean. I, I think that is... I, I agree. It's an excellent movie. There are supported performances in Wild Pear Tree that I liked more than him. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, I didn't think he was, like, particularly outstanding in Wild Pear Tree. I thought he was good. I like him a lot. I, like I him. think yeah. he's very good. The guy who I plays really the like writer, him. though, he's amazing. Yes, that's a good performance, too. I Maybe agree. Maybe a special ensemble. <laughs> Well, they could both win supporting actor. I mean, there's people I... I, yeah, I mean, like... if we're talking supporting actor, then I think, like, I just have to say that I think it it would be crazy for us not to give it to Jonathan Majors for Last Black Man in San Francisco, which I think is, like, an incredible performance. 
Hmm. Um, yeah, he's very good. I I like Jimmy Fails more of those two, like in Last Black Man. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I felt like I don't, I don't, feel I don't know strongly if it was just... about that performance. I think maybe I feel a similar way to how you feel about Murat Samir. Yeah. Um, I mean, he just I I don't know he I think he sort of nails like the social awkwardness uh, of like an artist I think in just like such a particular way in that movie and then also like when he comes alive in that performance set piece towards the end uh, I think it's just riveting uh, would be sort of my pitch for him for that award. Yes. Have we we considered Wesley Snipes and Dolomite is my name? That, that is, is a good a performance. Call. That's a, I mean, he's That's, so fun in that movie. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. I don't like that movie very much. But yeah, he's fun. Okay, so have where we are we considered at right now? Jonah Hill and the Beach Bum? I have. Why I'm the, the fuck would has. you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Andy hates the Beach Bum. He hates everything that's fun. <laughs> the Beach Bum. The Trumpiest movie I saw this year. Is all <laughs> <laughs> what an awful take. <laughs> um, I'm about to leave this call. Yeah, that's <laughs> a very dumb thing to say. The Trumpiest movie. Jesus. I have written in my notes. Uh, on supporting actor, lead with Hill is a joke. Uh, <laughs> well, it paid I feel betrayed. Um, uh, so here's this uh, is probably fraud, but what about Tom Burke? Yeah, that's the I, I yeah. yeah I think Tom Burke would be a good. Tom Burke is like that's like the best performance maybe of the year. Yeah. I'd be happy um, with that. Yeah, that could happen. This one, I'm not gonna like push seriously, but I do want to shout him out just because I watched this movie very recently. Uh, Martin Starr is like incredible in Honey Boy. Uh, okay. Sure. Wow. Which one? He's in what the support group? I don't remember. Yeah, he's like the uh, guy who tells Lucas Hedges to go like out to the woods, and he's like, uh, you know how to shut a door quietly, right? Like he's like just this sort of. Uh, rock for Hedges You're right. In a way. He now that I'm thinking about it, he's one of the elements of that movie I like better. Okay. I would, uh, I, I, I don't feel remotely strongly about that movie. I just wanted to make sure he gets some love. I'm fine with that. That's a, a nice little performance to mention. This is a. Uh... So, this isn't my favorite movie of the year, and I think it's weirdly none of ours, except maybe Cullen's, and I think oh. Jesse likes it. But Stephen Graham in The Irishman. Oh. Tony Pro. <laughs> Where's those shorts? <laughs> Stephen Graham is great. He, he I mean, knocks it out of the park. I love him so much. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, he's good. Um, might be. <laughs> not opposed to that. I mean. Pacino is so great, though. <laughs> My male actor standout in Irishman, I think, is Romano. That's, That's the angiest take I've ever heard. <laughs> I, well, I mean, my female actor standout is Marin Ireland, so that's the angiest thing you've ever heard. Um, a person uh, I couldn't pick out from a lineup. <laughs> Marin Ireland? 
Yeah. She's the female character who actually talks at the end and like yells at oh Robert my De Niro God. about how he like ruined his relationship with Anna Paquin. Uh I mean there's uh, the option of going Graham Pacino uh, Romano. I don't uh, I feel like that's too stacked. Yeah. <laughs> too I much. mean that's yeah. like another sort of like potential like special is giving an, an ensemble, ensemble award. Yeah. To the Irishman. I mean, the okay, so cinema are, or the, the Irish do we want to lock in any that we have right now, or do we want to save that all for the end? I don't feel. I feel like locking anything in. Yeah, I, don't, I think we lock and, stuff in at the end. I think we. I feel like we're. We feel waters. pretty good about our three uh, about our top three awards about uh, Dark Waters. Of a lady on fire and softies heller, I think okay. unless unless something becomes a problem, I think we're kind of sticking with that for now. And I think that puts I, I'll just say I think that puts Banderas in best actor. Yeah, he. Yep. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, the only thing I would put at that level this year is if. Burke isn't supporting, but it seems we are yeah. going with Burke as supporting. Yeah, I think we like that. Yeah, I'm okay with Burke and supporting. Um, I said uh, a little bit that uh, he would be one of mine, uh, but Franz Rogowski in Transit and A Hidden Life, he's just like a new actor that I He is wonderful. So <laughs> Got a good face. Yes. Yeah, to be in A Hidden Life like described as uh, the person that just uh, like everyone turns to like to get joy, and he's such a joy. His presence in the movie, like in his performance, uh, it's something to behold. I think. Uh, I'm. He's pretty good in transit. I don't remember anything about him in in life. <laughs> and I think we're also stuck with the like. There's because we've split up lead and supporting. It would be hard to give it to him for both. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to shout him out a little sure. bit. Yes, he's. He, uh, yeah, I really like Franz Rigeski. I just like he's not quite as good as Banderas, and he's not in a hidden life quite enough for no, me no. to feel good about supporting actor. Um, what about actress and act supporting actor? Right. So actress, yeah, I think we were talking about Moss. Yes. I think we got to talk about Lupita. As a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Mary Kay Place. Mary Kay Place is also very good. Uh, Zhao Tao and Ashes Purest White uh, is amazing. Mm-hmm. She's very good. I like her a lot. <laughs> right. Jesse Buckley and Wild Rose is great. Yeah, a movie that I turned off. I despised that character and did not care for that movie at all. Uh, the, I think... Maybe, I got the impression that Andy wanted to save an argument about this piece of art for the podcast. I think perhaps the best performance of the year <laughs> is Alicia Vikander in I Am Easy to Find. Uh, she's pre- very she's good. pretty good in that music video, which is not a movie. <laughs> and also i feel like most of that performance is just in the editing because you don't ever see her for more than a fraction of a second 
Well. <laughs> that movie acting, though, being able to communicate a lot in yeah. just seconds of fragments. I don't know. I mean, just, like, put a camera on me, theater. like, doing, like, acting exercises, and you could, like, assemble a pretty decent performance if you didn't use more than a half a second at a time. I think she's very good at... I think editing like, is yeah, editing is a part of performance. Like not, you can't like exactly though. separate all these things. I think um I'd be fine with giving it an award for best editing. Uh sure. I mean yeah. <laughs> but synonyms is right there though. Uh, we've talked about that movie a lot. You know, I don't care for it. Yeah. Um I would say uh Vikander is like very good at playing the different ages which i found like to be a very fascinating thing about that movie or that movie that that yeah that short film um but i don't think she plays the like difference in ages better than who i would submit for supporting actress florence Pugh and little women The disrespect to Florence Pugh is just... I don't understand it. I really don't. Uh, I don't understand why people like her as an actress. Because uh, she's very great at acting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so Florence Pugh, I think, you know, she has... She's just, like... Just the sense of confidence in her performance of, like, yes, this is what I am doing. This is where I am... This Like, this is how I'm playing this character. I think she... she nails like every comedic line she has and then also just like the like the way that she plays like the balance of like resignation in her like of like what her lot in life is i think it's just so delicate and perfect in like those later in those scenes with her where she's older and she's like so accepting of like what her place is even though it's maybe like not what she would most want I, i mean she's she's incredible in little women yeah and, like, that whole movie, it's so, like, the age sort of, uh, you know, time differences is so well done. And she, like, might be the actor that handles it the best out of anybody. Um, Despite probably having, like, the toughest, like, physical yeah. challenge. Like, going from, like, one of the youngest of, like, the family to, like, an adult. Uh, and completely selling, like, being in a room with legit children and you think she's, like, part uh, of this class. Completely selling? Sorry, Completely I told myself selling. I wouldn't interrupt you while you advocated for Florence Pugh. Go continue. That, I mean, that was it, basically. I think, like, it's an incredible performance. I the other one really I don't support. think that this performance needs to be awarded more. Oh. My, here's so, yeah, what's, what, my... what is your pitch for supporting actress? So here's my pitch... It's been a while since I've seen this movie, unfortunately, but my memory is that in Grass, Kim and he is very much a kind of... She's got the most screen time, but the actual story is about other people, and she's just kind of a presence in their stories. How Would that be a big fraud, or is that reasonable? I, I don't mean, know if it's fraud as much as like she's giving a fine performance. Yeah, okay. I love Ken Minji. I think he's like one of our finest actors. I think that like Florence Pugh and like Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers are giving better performances. 
I mean, if you're going to say Jennifer Lopez, I specifically stayed up through most of the night watching Hustlers so I could be informed on that performance, and I would certainly rather give it to her than to Florence Pugh. I don't love that performance. I'd be fine with that. Uh, If we're talking supporting actors, I'd also just like to say a word for uh, Zhao Shuzhen in um, The Farewell. As Nai Nai, I she think. the grandma. Yeah, she's the grandma. Uh, yeah, I mean, get yeah. Go ahead and say your word. I mean, yeah, I think she's so good, and like you do fall in love with her, and just the moment at the end when like the car pulls away is just perfection, and just like you, that wouldn't work if you like hadn't completely fallen in love with this woman over the course of this movie. I think yeah, I mean, again, because I'm blocking Pew, I'm going to be open to anyone else in this category. Here, here, Pugh, what a disgrace. Here's a pitch. Mm-hmm. Here's a pitch. There's a movie that I think we all, like, either semi to really like, that we have not awarded for anything that we could maybe fit in, in this space. I think I know where you're going. <laughs> I don't think you are. Uh-oh, we'll see. What if we go Marriage Story, Julie Haggerty, Merritt Weaver, Supporting Actress? Ooh. I uh, like I want to add Martha Kelly. Sure. Yeah. I, that I, is not yeah. where I thought you were going. Yeah. To. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, I, I mean, like that. Yeah. Marriage Story, this, the, uh, the, the kitchen scene with uh, Merritt Weaver, like, being nervous about hand- serving the yes. driver's papers and Julie Haggerty doing all, like, that scene is just perfect i think it yes. does speak to like how deep the bench of like supporting actors in that movie goes mm-hmm. uh, i would be uh. totally happy to like give them and in recognition of like how good and, the yeah and i'm i'm also is. if we'd rather just kind of go with the thematic of haggerty and weaver i'm okay with that too i just really really love that uh, martha kelly scene yeah i mean there are a lot of great perfor- supporting performances but i think the like duo of them and like that part of yes. the movie and like it's it, it, i find very charming and like very much yeah that's probably my favorite aspect of that movie yeah i like that i thought i thought you were going to go with divine joy randolph for dolomite which i also i think she I, is great but i like I think... her better than snipes i'm more more into that but i'm also more into marriage by a lot yeah yeah i i don't know who i am i um, mean yeah. yeah i i am good with that i'm good with the weaver haggerty one two punch yeah let's do yeah um let's pencil it in yeah um and now okay yeah so i mean so then we've got actress yes. screenplay and jury prize is kind of open yeah um, I kind of think yeah. actress should be Lapita at this point. Yeah, that's fine. I think she gives. That's a movie that I would have liked to rewatch. I think she gives a great performance that I think I would have appreciated uh, the nuances more on a rewatch. Because I have. I was mixed on that movie when I first watched it, but over time it's grown for me as I have begun to, like, read more about it and appreciate the nuances of what it's doing and what it's saying. It has become more clear to me, and I think I would appreciate that more in their performance. 
Yeah. But I do agree that looking at our very white list, that it might be... Yes, exactly. It's one, it's one, of, well, one, one sure. aspect that I am, like, thinking of, in addition yes. to that being, like, an astounding performance that is, like, definitely one of the best of the year. It's not, like, it's not a... It's certainly not, like, a, a uh, like, token... Like, I'm not trying to tokenize it at all. Yeah, um, I mean, it... I, I guess it's kind of obvious, because, but, like, she also didn't get an Oscar nomination, so, like, maybe it needs to be done again i don't know like she won a bunch of critics awards she won the scandies but you know there's a reason why i don't love that performance but i could revisit that movie and imagine liking it more i think like the nuance is like what makes that performance and i think that performance is almost what makes that whole movie but i think that Having it be fresher on my mind is putting Jiao Tao for Actress Pierce White in my mind for Best Actress. Uh, if we aren't gonna go, um, if we're giving like if, if we're giving her smell the art like special inaugural award, right? Yeah, which like we could give her smell both things. Yeah, but I, I like spreading the wealth a bit. Yeah, um, I think that's probably a smart idea. I don't want to push back against Lapita because I do think that is a very good performance, but I feel like Chow Tao is better. Yeah, I I could do that. I could do Chow Tao. I think that performance is very good. She that, that's also like her and Lupita out of everyone here. I guess Moss too are like given the most to play because like Chow Tao has to play like t- years of this woman's life. Yes. Yeah. And like you you get to like gradually see. Uh, yeah, and I will say, like, the nuances of her playing that sort of age discrepancy are on par, if not better, than what Lupita is doing with, like, playing these two, like, completely different characters. But yeah. also, the movie, I think, Ashes Pierce White is better than us, which, like, is bumping it up a little bit for me. Yeah. Um. I think we can soft put both. Tao and yeah. Lupita there, and we can come back to it later. Yeah, yeah. Did did we also want to like pencil in Parasite for Jury, or did we have some something else that we wanted? For I jury? think that makes sense, unless people would rather put it in screenplay. I think I would rather have High Flight Bird on screenplay. My pitch for screenplay is Under the Silver Lake. Yeah. See, that's the that's the movie where I think like the direction is maybe doing more than hmm. the screenplay. I, it's certainly dense as a screenplay. There's certainly a lot going on. I love it. it it's a good one. Washes over me. I think the direction is also great. I think I love that movie. I mean, what about then Parasite and screenplay, Silver Lake and Jury Prize? Uh. I don't know about yeah, that. I, yeah, we like was... the other way around better, except for Emilio. Well, I mean, I would also rather have High Flying Bird and screenplay. Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, if everyone's yeah. against me, I'm okay with High Flying Bird. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, my, yeah. My other suggestions for screenplay would be like Peter Lou and Little Women, which you're not gonna go for either of those. So, right. Little Women is a great piece of adaptation, like maybe the best of recent times. Transit. Um, I love Transit too. Um, <laughs> Transit too. 
Where can yeah. I buy a ticket? It's uh, uh, I mean, we talked about wild pear tree as well. That's a a lot. That's another one that's a lot of screenplay. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that movie's just like all conversations and debates and stuff, and similarly yeah. to Peterloo. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it works better in Wild Pear Tree than Peterloo. Yes. Because, like, I mean, <laughs> I also, I think Peterloo is really good, too. I know Jesse is uh, giving it, like, the stinky banana symbol, but... <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. I couldn't get through it. Stinky banana symbol. Stinky ba- What is the stinky banana symbol? Like, nose closed, waving your finger, like... Pretending like you're holding like uh, a banana peel, <laughs> like pu sort of. I mean, I guess I would think of that as a banana, but I guess you're right. Yeah. This is a banana. Um, yeah. Uh, um, what about grass in screenplay? That's interesting. Do you, are you particularly against High Flying Bird? Ah, <laughs> uh, it, it's not a movie that stuck with me. I guess I I I specifically like the way he directs that screenplay. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that because, like, it is sort of like a flowery, you know, almost like uh, it's like super fast-paced screenplay. Right. Um, that's like very like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm never gonna argue I think it against is... like a bantery, like fast-talking like crackling dialogue as a screenplay win like that's just like, i think it I is a a screenplay with a lot of potential that was very hard to pull off um i mean i would i guess that like speaks to soderbergh's talent as a director that he's able to take a very great screenplay that could like in lesser hands not be as good and like i guess that is something like shooting on iPhone like a fortune like the fast paced moves are easy to do like I don't know I just it's just it's like I haven't seen it in a few months because uh, I, I watched it again like in preparation sort of just for like my end of year wrap up and it uh, it, it just it, it crackles it's like a, a dynamite screenplay that opening scene with um, Andre Holland and uh, Melvin Gregg is like incredible and it, like it sets up everything so well and it like knows it's like it it knows its characters and it knows like the type of characters that it is and like is sort of not dramatic but like stagey in a way that it is like giving these like actors a chance to shine but also keeping it pretty grounded in a way that I just really responded to. Yeah, I also think it is a good it's a good screenplay of characters, if that makes sense. Like, I think all of the people in it are very distinct and have distinct mm. point of view, and that comes in the way that their dialogue is written, and that comes in the way that they communicate things about themselves. Like, as much as we talk about how, like, crackly it is, that is mostly because it's centered around the uh, Andre Holland performance yes. and character that is very crackly. But I think people like the Melvin Gray character are given different dialogue to communicate the diff- how he is. The Bill Duke bits are all good and are all a good product of screenplay. The. I don't know. Alright, I've got one more pitch before I concede to High Flying Bird in screenplay. What if 
we gave a screenplay award to Terrence Malick. I think that's um, a really good screenplay. I mean, I would fall asleep in the middle of presenting him in the award. <laughs> I That Franz Rigetsky maybe... character doesn't exist without the screenplay. That's There's a true. lot of great characters in that movie. I mean, I think the he's given with... people great stuff to work with. He is, but the thing with that movie is it also is like the same scene like over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that movie. I just I mean like, obviously it. it's also an option to give it the 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 cinematography award. Yes. I like the idea of giving Terrence Malick a screenplay award. It's that... a it's a very novel idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I will certainly join you in appreciating that I do appreciate the way that that screenplay makes that movie work and I, I like I think the repetitiveness is like a feature I think that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Uh-huh. I think all of the like supporting characters who come in and have their one bit are good and are as proud of the screenplay but I get again I do think the way that they're integrated in High Flying Bird in which they all feel like people who exist can we talk a little more about grass i think that's another really really strong screenplay i mean the the ways that we're kind of like wondering that it that it kind of uh, i'm gonna take a break for this plane the longest plane ever (laughs) it's physically long a long plane my thoughts on grass got kind of derailed but i think that I think the way that he like takes advantage of vagueness is really impressive and uses it to his advantage. Yeah, that's a good screenplay for sure. I feel like the it is. My pushback is like there are a lot of strong screenplays. Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think is a very strong screenplay with like right. a bunch of good scenes and good characters like getting to do things. But like, I I just none of them I feel like stack up really against High Flying Bird like mm-hmm. as much like as that movie I feel like almost more than anything like is its screenplay. I wish we still had a tie left. Yeah. What if? What if? Hear me out. We give the safety. We give. Okay. What of this? We give. The safety's best director, and then we give a beautiful day in the neighborhood jury prize, and then we tie screenplay of Parasite and High Flying Bird, or Grass and No, not Parasite. I don't like Parasite better. I thought we were because that was what we had tentatively for jury. No, Um, we just end up with Parasite uh, squeezed out, which is like. Another option would be moving either Uncut Gems or um, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood to Grand Prize and giving uh, Merlant and Hanel Best Actress. I'm I'm much more susceptible to the Safdie's director screenplay tie beautiful day jury and keeping everything else that we have where it's at okay and so with the, away in? yeah yeah um 
I don't know. I don't. I feel like less good about the Safdies as sole director winners. I gotta be honest. I'm sorry. But there's two of them. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um. I don't know. I just I I do sort of like that like statement of like yes these are like the two like lanes of direction that we like view as like yeah. of the year where I don't feel mm-hmm. like we get that as much if we're splitting screenplay where it's like these are the like they don't feel like I particularly like, the, the views of That's... like what are the two yeah. types of screenplays we liked this year. Here's the take. <laughs> Since Jesse seems the one who seems most against High Flying Bird. What if we give the jury prize to Under the Silver Lake? Yes. I mean, that's very amenable to me. This one, I think we have to defer to Andy as well, because I think the sort of scale of who likes it and who doesn't goes Jesse, me, Emilio, Andy. For Under the Silver Lake? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like Under the Silver Lake fine. Um, yeah. I mean, giving it grand jury when like and then like not giving parasite anything seems like a mistake to me is there some kind of way we can phrase the other special award for could it just be called could the other special award just be the jesse consolation prize (laughs) i mean i would rather go the opposite uh and go give parasite the special jury award for movie that doesn't need to get any more awards <laughs> but is great <laughs> fine with that right movie of the obvious movie of the year that we don't necessarily need to call out any superlatives for the duh award yeah sure palm <laughs> duh <laughs> i like that palm what about palm duh or <laughs> I like Palm de Duh best. <laughs> Are we giving a Palm de Doo-Doo out? <laughs> we don't have question. any more slots at the moment. I mean, yeah, if you want to give the Palm de Doo-Doo to Beach Bum, I'm happy to talk about that, but I think that's the only thing I would want to give the Palm Get de Get out of here. Um, I think my least... I, yeah, I mean, the only other option I see is, like, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, or To Dust. <laughs> no, that's a cool little movie then i don't like i don't know movie. i mean i yeah, don't want to just shit yeah, on the movie that we aren't Colin awarding at all but like shit on to dust. <laughs> that movie that's got too big for its britches i mean it's just yeah it's like a fine little movie that should have come out like in 2008 <laughs> like, i feel like we're past those movies i mean yeah sure I don't know if I agree with that sort of line of thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not just, out here it, saying, like, to dust should win all our prizes, certainly. No, I and think... I, yeah, I, I, again, I don't want to just harp on it as bad, but, like... You're the on. only one bringing it up. <laughs> Bag it up. <laughs> I mean... I'm sorry I made you watch to dust. <laughs> Please. I'm not sorry that I made you watch the beach bump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I dislike watching the beach bump way more than you dislike watching to dust, but... So we have reached a tentative slate. I mean, Jow or Loopy type. Yes, that's the only decision we have to make. I don't feel strongly about that. Um, I mean, I feel like that's kind of no question for. (laughs) I think Jow's maybe the cooler pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If we want to, she's the one who hasn't gotten as much attention. Right. I guess yeah. If we wanna, if we wanna be tryhards, then we should go with Zhao. Oh, uh, 
I feel like this entire uh, exercise is an exercise in try hard. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that's what we're doing. Uh, should we also acknowledge the performance of the year, Aretha Franklin in Amazing Grace? <laughs> Specifically, I, it's I not mean, an acting; it is a performance that is incredible. Don't think I, I for like twenty minutes considered mentioning her before being like, "That's that's too in the weeds." Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, yes. No. That is. Yeah. It's it's a documentary. She's not eligible for acting prizes. That would have to be a special prize, which, if we didn't have two special prizes we felt good about, I wouldn't be super opposed to, even though I don't like that movie as a movie. It's insane. Yeah, I'm very... I'm trying to see if there's anything that's getting left off that I am upset about. I mean, I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know I'm, like, alone here. No, I love it, too. I like it a lot. It's just like, I, it's one of those movies where it's like, it's good at everything it's doing. I wouldn't pick it above any of the things that are on there for it. There's one that, like, I haven't seen in over a year that I probably should have rewatched out of consideration, which I really liked it at the time as High Life. Yes. Yeah, we haven't mentioned um, that at all. I think there's some good elements yeah, in that movie. It's I don't really know if I good. would, like, I would maybe consider that for, like, a That's like a directing one. Yeah. Yeah, cinematography. Uh,. Another one that I, it's been about a year, but like that sticks with me is Gloria Bell. I think <laughs> uh, Julianne Moore is great in that. Yeah, I love Gloria Bell. I would be happy to give an award to Gloria Bell, even though we don't really have a spot for it. No, um, yeah, this is just more yeah. me yeah. shouting out. I don't things. think we've talked about The Lighthouse yeah. at all. That's like a fun little movie. Yeah. Lighthouse is uh-huh. really good. I like it. I know people don't like that movie. <laughs> really? Who doesn't like that movie? I mean, I don't want to name names. Bunch of Goombas. <laughs> Jeez. Speaking of Goombas, I have... At first glance, uh, Super Mario I, Brothers. I, I kind of liked Irishman, and over the time, I have liked Irishman more. I think that's a very it's good a movie. With a lot of yeah. That it's good. Uh-huh. I did not. I really like Glass. Yeah. Glass is good. Glass, Glass, Glass is, is good. cool. I almost mentioned it in screenplay, but I was scared that Andy might close the call. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can't give a movie with dialogue that bad a screenplay award. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> Uh, One of these days, I would. I yeah. I I thought about shouting out Knives Out and screenplay as a potential too. Although I know Colin's not like super in love with that movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Synonyms. Tom Mercier is great. The more we think about that movie, and especially like Emilio's read on it, I like a lot. As every day passes, I think that movie might be like <laughs> near perfect. Yeah. If we had a slot, I, I don't would. Know. I, I don't know if I even I could go there, but uh, if more power to you. Yeah. I mean. I mean, do you have more to say about synonyms? I have something else to say. No. Okay. Uh, if we had a slot for it, I would probably push for a like some sort of achievement for Gemini Man uh, in terms of like, right. the cinematography and everything. Yeah, um, that's And true. the de-aging. I mean, I think all the good that the de-aging does like, for most of the movie is undone by that god-awful last scene. I mean, yeah, the last scene is not good, but I think that, you know, there's a lot of just like the technical achievement of most of that movie is kind of astounding. Yeah, I also, mean, this is one of those places where this is a pro-Gemini Man podcast. We yes. all like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. Fun time at the movies. Yeah. Um, uh, if if we were giving a cinematography nomination, what would you guys give it to? I mean... A Hidden Life. 
Hidden Life is like maybe the best other than like which we already gave it award, but like portrait cinematography is great. Right. Yeah. Or uh Sean Price Williams. I love oh. the way Last Black Man yeah. in San Francisco works looks. Yeah. I think that was a beautiful movie. Yeah. Sure. Uh her smell is like great looking. Yeah. And um, Astra looks Ad Astra good. looks really yeah. good. And Astra does look great. Beach um, Bum. Beach Bum colors. Yeah, Benoit to be. Benoit to be. I mean, I feel like I feel like hit in life is fine. I don't. I don't feel like we need to give out the award, but just no. like a thought experiment. Yeah. yeah. Of it. Lots of good looking movie though this year. Under the Silver Lake looks good. Did you see Atlantics, Andy? I have not seen Atlantics. Yet, I actually. didn't see okay. it either. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, Atlantics. Like, if yeah, if that's one of those things where if we were doing like. A person for multiple things than Claremathon yeah. for both Atlantics mm-hmm. and Portrait. Uh, Portrait yeah. would be like the and, easy way. Yeah. She's pretty. That's pretty incredible work on two very different looking movies. But just you know, if we're gonna just talk about how we felt about movies last year, I feel like we should just like yeah mention a lot of aspects of movies that we've watched. Had anyone else like thought of any potential special award? Um, there's one, but I forgot that no one else saw it. <laughs> what is that? What is it? I was going to give the best dummy award to uh, the lead of uh, Diamantino. Oh, no, I saw that. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, that would be accurate. All right, I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, dummy. there might be a better dummy. I don't I'm know. not, I'm I mean, not thinking about it. Let me get his name. Carlotto Cota. You know who my like best dummy. dummy might be just because I don't love Diamantino's Devin Rattray and Hustlers. Which one is he? He's towards the beginning. He's the guy who, like, uh, kind of oh, yes, yes, calls yes. Uh, and uh, he's married. She hangs up yeah. as soon as she finds out that he's married. Buzz McAllister. I'll, I, I wish there was a obvious way to give something to where do you go Bernadette that's a weird Ugh. little movie that I like yeah I like that movie a lot also <laughs> yeah I, yeah I had I can't say that like I have super retained a lot of that movie but I did have a very good time watching it and I think it's definitely was like a little unfairly dismissed yeah Fishburne's sure. great I think Billy it would Crab's have to be great. like an ensemble award oh yeah, I mean, but there's yeah. a lot of good ensembles. Hustlers, yeah, there's a ton of good um, Parasite, obviously. Yeah. Knives uh, Out. We didn't, we kind of uh, overlooked, I guess we didn't overlook because Uncut Gems get its win uh, elsewhere. Julia Fox is incredible in Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. She's real good. I like her like, a lot. You want to talk like best first performances, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Mercier. That would be the... the... I don't know if Julie you have Fox. to be. I don't remember if I don't know if they're young enough to qualify for a Mastroianni award, but that's the kind of thing. Uh, the lead of Wild Pear Tree. Apparently, that was his first movie. Mm, yeah, he's good. Yeah, those are. Cool. Um, yeah, a great ensemble would be Beach Bum. Martin Lawrence, you know, giving maybe the best scene of the year. <laughs> Yeah. No comment. <laughs> that I feel like that is like the thing of 
yeah, I, I mean, if you don't like this movie, you don't like this movie. That scene is like objectively great. <laughs> I just am too mad, too scared for the little kid that's like with them. Oh my god! I'm sorry for having I'm empathy scared. for children, Cullen. It's a movie. <laughs> You're a movie. Yeah, I mean, like I. Are there any other performances that we didn't get to bring up? Like I almost brought up the Margarets in. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, they're not both Margaret. One of them is a Margot. Yeah. Margaret, yeah, Margaret Qualley very... and Margot Robbie. I thought bringing them up. The Qualley yeah. performance especially is one that, like, has stuck with me really well. Yes. It's gone up. I mean... I think Butters is good. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, kid. If you want to think of a kid up performance. Oh, yeah. oh. That's true. Uh, I mean, the best performance in Hollywood is Lena Dunham, no question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luca Guadagnino. That's not actually my opinion. Yeah. I just said it because I know that is the kind of opinion <laughs> that I would have. Yes. Oh, um, let me get his name. Uh, Liao Fan is great in Ashes Purest White. I don't want to say the anything else about... almost goes to Jake Lacey and Diane. <laughs> oh, yeah. That probably is the palm to do do. <laughs> He's not a... that bad. It's... Uh... He's, like, horribly miscast in that role. I mean... Maybe. It's... Yeah. I mean, well, maybe wanna, he If you gets... want to give the palm to do do to the casting director... <laughs> we yes. can't give it to the casting no, director. No, because Diane Mary Mary yeah, The like, rest incredible. of the casting in that movie is perfect yes <laughs> i think you give it to him for saying yes to the role yeah not being like you know what i'm gonna be shitty and i'll take this movie i don't um, need to say anything else about the movie because i kind of never loved it and then kind of turned on it i really think caitlin deaver is excellent and book smart yeah I like I there's a, I mean there's a lot of fun, there's a lot of fun deep bench people in uh, Booksmart I would say. That's almost an ensemble one too. Yeah. Feldstein's great. Uh Skylar Gisondo's great. Billy Lord I think is really good as well. Mm-hmm. Noah Galvin. Right. Uh another casting related palm to do do the decision to put Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator Dark Fate. I mean, I guess you kind of have to do it, but like Boy, yeah, does that movie kind of have more room to be okay if he's not in it. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I'd be fine with, if there were a problem to do to it. He got a Tim Miller for being a doo-doo <laughs> head. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, yes, the, I, the I, studio I asked for, for hiring him. To be in consideration, yeah. Mostly on the strength of Mackenzie Davis's performance. Yes, Mackenzie really Davis. Well, I don't know if I like... I like that character. Yeah. I think that the screenplay doesn't give Davis as much to do as it should, which is why I think it needs to not have Schwarzenegger in it. Yeah, I yeah, I th- do think that movie kind of falls apart once Schwarzenegger enters. Um, I yeah. do, I know it's uh, Jesse is uh, not a big a fan of uh, the return of um, why am I blanking on her name? Um, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, Linda Hamilton. Uh, in that I movie. like the way that character functions I guess there's probably a version of that movie in which that performance works. I don't love it in the version that exists, but I can see getting on that performance's wavelength. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, and I think, like, just like the fact that, like, she, the, the like the function that she serves serves in that movie 
as like a woman of that age, which like you never see in movies, mm-hmm. is like just sure. kind of, it, it, that like adds a lot to that performance to me. In addition to like what she like what acting abilities she brings to it. But anyway, I feel like we either give it give something a special award or we're we're now spinning the wagon. Yeah, is there any special award to be given for music? Uh, well, cats. <laughs> oh, guess you didn't see yeah, cats though. Yeah. Could we give cats a music award without Jesse having watched? <laughs> I mean, you're replacing Parasite. I don't know. Be be my guest. I don't feel strongly about so, Parasite. So can I feel like the awards are fine. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we're yes, good. I'm very happy. Should we should we run it down? Should we run it down for everyone? Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to do it? Uh, why doesn't Emilio do it since he's yeah, the sir, president, president of the jury? Lock it in, <laughs> sir. As president of the jury, I would like to give out a series of awards to a, a series of films that I believe have been astounding and excellent and deserve recognition. Our major award is the Palm to Ollie, and that goes to Todd Haynes' Dark Waters. Our grand prize award for second place, another movie that we all very much love, Goes to Portrait of a Lady on Fire by Selim Skiama. Our Best Director Awards are a tie between Benny and Josh Safety for the film Uncut Gems and Marielle Heller for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Best Actor goes to Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Our Best Actress Award goes to Zhao Tao for Ashes Purest White. Best Supporting Actress goes to both Julie Haggerty and Merritt Weaver in the film Marriage Story. Best Supporting Actor goes to Tom Burke in the film The Souvenir. Best Screenplay goes to High Flying Bird. Our Jury Prize goes to Under the Silver Lake. And for some special awards that we like to give out, the first one is the inaugural Palm to Ollie for a movie that sort of brought us together but kind of didn't but means something to us (laughs) sentimentally, Her Smell. And the Palme de Duh for a movie that has already gotten all of the attention it maybe needs or should get, but it's still great, goes to Parasite. And I'll point out that still at the bottom of this, uh, <laughs> this document is something called well, The Cullen. I, that in was my head not was filled like... out. <laughs> as as is inevitable, Cullen could not come to a decision for what would be the Cullen. Well, no, I just <laughs> once we started talking about like the limit of special awards, I was like, oh, I don't need to do this, but I just forgot to erase it. Um, should say Terrell Alvin, Terrell Alvin McCraney wrote High Flying Bird. Yeah, I wanted to say, it. yeah, I wanted to say, it, but I couldn't remember if there if somebody else had an extra screenplay credit and. Tyrone of wrote High Flying Bird. <laughs> Who's that? Terrell Alvin McCraney. Come on, it's, don't yeah. do this to me. I'm not looking at his name. I mean, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the note we want to end on. Um, <laughs> let's end on the note of I really love these awards. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty solid list. I mean, the one, I, I see like one kind of bummer, uh, but I don't think there's any way we could beat Jesse for uh Oh for not for including Little Women in any way. Yeah, I mean Little Women may be the movie of the year. Uh there's a lot of great movies from last year. Yeah. 
It just is so good. Hey, we came together and we gave some awards. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fun between friends. Jesse, if you'd mm-hmm. like to end the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so the next two weeks, we're going to be counting down our favorite movies of the 2010s to kind of continue this look back, hopefully give you again, like, continue to give you, like, a nice idea of our case so that you can hopefully get to know us better. After that, I believe, do you want to, is everyone cool with uh, briefly announcing uh, what we're doing next so that maybe people have some stuff to check out during their potential uh, self uh, uh, social distancing? Self-quarantine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was it so like for the month of April we're gonna be yeah alternating weeks covering competition uncertain uncertain regard and director's fortnight of Can two thousand nine yeah and then we've got some other things to fill in just so that like uh, we uh, have more time to like watch a lot of movies so that that's a robust discussion and we we might fit in i was i was also thinking i mentioned this we might like throw in some discussion of like uh the out of competition or can classics or critics week just like very briefly mm-hmm. in those uh middle episodes but yeah that's gonna be in the lead up to can not happening yeah uh maybe we'll get some movies sent to us from yeah uh, these if- festivals that yeah, I mean, we closed. yeah we said that like we'd love to review anything from uh, South by Southwest. That could also be coming. You know, it might be. Uh, I'd love to do that over the next couple weeks if we could uh, throw that in with our uh, 2010s episode. Uh, I believe the festival new directors new films was also canceled. Yeah, we kind of wanted uh, to talk about that. Uh, it, it might maybe it was postponed canceled yeah. i don't remember which uh yeah we anything showing there we'd also like to watch <laughs> sure yeah i mean yeah anyone who has access who wants to give us screener access to any festival movies we are uh our our dms are open yep yeah. uh our e what is our email uh i you believe it's can i kick it pod at gmail.com Yes, can I kick it pod at gmail.com. Like our Twitter with pod appended to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jesse, if you want people to follow you. Yeah, uh, you can follow me at JP Glick Weber, Glick G L I C K Weber W E B B E R. Uh, and these links are always in the, the, pod, the show description. Uh, and yeah, you can follow us as a podcast at can i kick it like the name of the podcast with no spaces yeah Andy? you can uh, follow me andy Grimuga, at uh andy t germ on uh twitter and letterboxd and, and other things uh have no one has yet taken uh, jesse's plea up to a uh, friend me on facebook still waiting on that uh on that first uh that first lonely friend uh to uh, to join my uh my, my, to add to 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 uh Propose friendship to me, but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, that's that's where you'll find me, Emilio. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Emilio and Diaz, E M 
I-L-I-O-A-N-D-D-I-A-Z. That's basically the place to follow me. Colin? Uh, you can follow me across a myriad of social media platforms at Clatchley, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. Um, any predictions this week or no? Uh, can can will be canceled. canceled. Probably not yeah. next week, but, you know, eventually. And I'll take the counter. I My prediction is can will not be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it will be just showing movies to Cullen. Hey, listen. Is there, is there a more ideal scenario Cullen's for the world? Cullen's gonna sit alone in the palais. Oh my god, then Cullen see, being the first to see all the movies alone at Cannes. <laughs> Man. Cullen, I, for one, We're gonna have a, like a one-on-one uh, ten-hour podcast between Cullen and Terry Frimeau. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Jesse, say uh, the thing. Alright. Uh, thank you for listening. We're going to go ahead and release our audience now. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.